Getting to travel is one of my favorite things about being a business owner. This business allows me the freedom and flexibility to build a business around my life instead of having a life that fits around my business. And sometimes that means I get to reshare some awesome past podcast episodes with you so that I'm not spending time recording new ones. But these ones are so great that they are worth a re-listen, even if you've heard them before. So tune in and keep your ears open because this is good content, whether it's fresh or evergreen. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's my pleasure to welcome you aboard the Coaches Copilot podcast today. On board this flight, we will be serving tools, tips, tricks, and strategies so you can have success working just 15 or 20 hours a week. I'm your co-pilot, Nicole Bandis, founder and CEO of Virtual A-Team, a boutique online business management agency. Now please fasten your seatbelts and join us for this short flight to help you grow a thriving coaching business around your life. Welcome to another awesome episode of Coaches Co-Pilot, and this is going to be a little bit of a different type of episode. I just wanted to pop on, no script, no um, strategy whatsoever, but I wanted to stop in and share a little story with you. Some of you may already know, but I kind of jumped on the New Year's bandwagon and realized that I was heavier than I have been ever in my life. Now, for me, that only means that I'm 100 or I was 144.6 pounds. But what it also meant was that I, my body fat percentage was extremely high. So even though my weight wasn't necessarily, I mean, it was just a, a nudge into what's considered obese for my height. My body fat percentage was extremely high at 39 plus percent. So uh, most of the weight that I have is all fat. Um, so I decided it's time for me to really get on this health kick and get serious about things. Um, and so I started tracking and I started measuring and I got to say, I'm now four weeks into doing this. And today I had a really interesting wake up call. I got on the scale and over the last week, I've only dropped four tenths. So less than half a pound, four tenths of a pound. Now, the three weeks prior to this, I dropped two pounds every single week consecutively. So that was like, wow. What did I do different? Why is this week so horribly off on my number compared to the weeks past? Um, Now, to be truthful, half a pound was closer to what I expected to be dropping. So I had to sort of keep that in perspective. But it was, I was comparing those results. I was comparing this week's results to the last three weeks results, and they were significantly less. So my initial response was, 
oh, heck, this is just messed up. I'm not doing as good as I thought I was doing. And then frustration sets in. And then, you know, I, I tend to be like, well, why am I doing what I'm doing? Why not just have the extra snack? Why not just skip that hour-long hiking session that burns 456 calories? You know, why do those extra things if it's not going to make a difference on the scale anyway? But then I realized that I was measuring the wrong thing. And I actually, instead of looking at the pounds lost, I looked at the big picture. Not only did I look at the weight, but I looked at the body fat percentage that was lost. And in the last week, I've actually lost a whole percent of body fat. So what that means, because I ran these numbers, I actually have a a chart. I actually track this stuff. Um, I lost four tenths of a pound total weight, but I actually gained one pound and one tenth of a pound in body muscle, in muscle. So I actually lost more fat then I get, but I gained weight. I gained muscle to offset that fat. Now, if you know much about nutrition and and health and all that kind of stuff, that's actually a really good thing because muscle has a higher metabolism rate, which means you're burning calories all the time. It takes up less space in your body. Yes, it weighs more, but uh, you tend to fit better in your clothes. You tend to have a better healthy outcome And uh, you tend to burn more calories even when you're sleeping, when you have more muscle than if you have fat. So so it was a really interesting sort of wake-up call to me. And the realization that I had, and I even posted this on Facebook because I was like, wow, it was, you know, if you aren't measuring the right things, sometimes progress actually looks like failure. Let me say that again. If you're not measuring the right things, sometimes progress looks like failure. So to me, when I first looked at the scale and it said less than half a pound this week lost, I'm like, oh my gosh, I failed. But I've made huge progress because I put on a little over a pound of muscle. And muscle is a good thing. So when you're evaluating your numbers, whether it's social media numbers or, um, you know, your website analytics or, you know, the numbers that you're attempting to reach your goal for your business, whether that's a revenue or a number of new customers, clients, whatever the case may be, evaluate the numbers not in a vacuum, but as part of a big picture and really take a closer look and say, okay, well, maybe I didn't hit my revenue goal that month, but what else was going on in my life? What else was going on in my business? Was I setting a foundation so that this month I'm going to actually do much better than I did last month? Maybe your social media, you know, you're kind of paying attention to those vanity metrics as a lot of people call them, you know, the likes and, and, and that kind of thing. But what you're not measuring is 
those quiet behind the scenes people that they might not be liking and commenting on your posts, but they're still paying attention. They're still getting ready to know you to the point where they're actually going to do business with you. So let's really kind of focus in on this idea of what it is that we're measuring and paying attention to how can we measure things outside of the vacuum or isolation of one number. Uh, Another story that I have with this is around my trip last year. A lot of you know that I took a lot of time, if you've been a longtime listener, uh, I took a lot of time off last year, uh, you know, four months taking care of my granddaughter where I worked less than 10 hours a week. And then I took a seven week vacation with my husband where I worked probably five hours a week. And when I got to the end of the year, I looked at my metrics and I said, wow, okay, I didn't actually grow my business last year. I didn't do better than I did the year before. I didn't do worse, but I didn't do better. And then I realized, but I also took off a lot of time that I probably, no, I'm not even going to say probably. There's no way I could have taken off that much time had I not created the kind of business that I did. So it wasn't just about the revenue number. And frankly, I did a lot of things to prepare the business for this year that don't show up in those revenue numbers last year, but they've already showed up this year. They're already showing up. I've had one of my, well, I have had my best January ever. Uh, so it's, it's taking a step back and really being more intentional, more deliberate, more, um, I don't know, what's the juicy word there? Uh, you know, that, that isn't just looking at the number on the paper, but the entire story that surrounds that number and what does it mean? And, and who, who I, I was listening to a podcast, uh, the art of online business with Rick Mulready. That's what it was. And, um, this particular episode was a goal setting episode and they were talking about having a goal, uh, not just a, like a revenue goal, but a goal for who you want to be. Now the goal for who you want to be like that, you know, some people might call it the big, hairy, audacious goal, like the, oh shit goal, you know, that that's like, I'm never going to achieve that. But in the effort to get there, you become a whole new person. Uh, I, I really like that concept. I like the idea of saying, you know, we don't have to always achieve our top level goals, But in striving to achieve them, we are focused on becoming a better person. So a lot of times this idea of focusing on one measure or one thing limits us in our potential. It limits us in what it is that we can become. And I love this idea and I want to challenge you out there to look at what you can measure, look at who you become if you shoot big, if you look outside the traditional lines 
of revenue goals or number of listeners or number of followers or whatever the case may be, what kind of picture are you going to see when you expand your vision outside of the traditional? Just like I did when I stopped looking at just the weight lost but I looked at the big picture of how many pounds of muscle did I gain in the last week. So share with me, I'm curious, pop over onto social media and share with me what it is that you're going to look at. What are your big, hairy, audacious goals that scare the heck out of you, but they're going to make you a different person? Ah. Do you like that? If you do, let me know because then I'll do some more of these just off the cuff kind of episodes, no script, no no specific agenda. Let's see where it goes. And in the meantime, is it time for you to start delegating? Can you afford to outsource? What is your time actually worth? There is an easy way to find out. In five short minutes, you'll know how much you can afford to outsource and how to actually get started. Use our online calculator at canyouaffordtooutsource.com. I bet you can remember that one. Canyouaffordtooutsource.com. Thanks for being on another awesome episode of Coaches Copilot with me. We will see you next week for another amazing flight. We thank you for flying with us today. We truly appreciate your business and look forward to serving you on a future flight.